What's up, listeners? It is Friday, February 12th, uh, two days before Valentine's Day. Hope all of you have uh, actually done something for your significant other. If you don't have a significant other, you can always buy something for your hand um, or for yourself. That could be your own Valentine's Day gift, you know? So there's people, you know, I went to my barber shop yesterday. No one was there. And it just makes me kind of fucking sick. Like, romance is dead. Men are letting themselves go. You're not even getting a haircut for your girl on Valentine's Day. I, I... Even if it's COVID times, even if you're not going out to eat, like look like a fucking something. Uh, I mean, I this is kind of like the decline of America, I think, in my eyes. Like, you just there's no chivalry anymore. You know, it's and they'll fucking hold it over your head. They might act like it's fine and look at you like, oh, thanks, babe. You got me a, a box of chocolates from CVS and uh, your fucking neck hair is still sticking out. But one day, whether it's that year, whether it's Five years from now, you're going to bring up the fact that you did not even get a haircut. You did not do anything for Valentine's Day. And that's why I'm always playing offense. Like, it's never time to, like, recover. And I just, you know, I talked to my barber and he said the same thing. It's like, no one gives a shit. And you got to give a shit. If you're not giving a shit during COVID times, you already made it through the most of COVID where we had the lockdowns. Like, the world is somewhat... 40%, 40%, I wouldn't say 40, 25% of what it used to be, but it's not 0% when you're locked in your house. If you made it through COVID in your relationship, you're doing fantastic. But the other thing is, is like dressing up. Like it's not just a fucking snow day every day. And now with Valentine's Day, you know, again, it's, it, it, it's my barbershop's pretty busy pre-COVID. Post-COVID, it does all right. But the fact that people are still, like, you know, it just wasn't busy for the weekend. I'm shocked. Um, And I'm no fucking relationship guru over here. But I do know that, you know, you should probably care about how you look for your significant other. It's just, you know, and people are like, I don't care what, you know, you you look like. You're always, no, because, like, you need that type of night where you dress up. That's how you guys met. You didn't meet in a fucking Nike sweatsuit. You met dressed up somewhat your best you had a few beers and then you kept talking to each other that's usually how people connect so men like i'm calling you out what do you do on valentine's day because if you don't do anything again it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass i just spent fucking 90 dollars on roses 90 dollars on a dozen roses that is now I'm not no mathematician, but that's a lot of fucking money for roses. I don't feel like doing the math. Probably like some, whatever it is. It's too much. It's too damn high. Just like the rent. And then you need to buy another 100 to $200 to $300 gift because that's just the standard now. Girls expect like Apple AirPods or fucking, you know, a new jewelry item or a bag. And it becomes an expensive habit. Like it's, it's, it's a lot, but at the end of the day, you know, what is money? And if you're going to be a cheap prick and not get something for the person you care about, you know, what does that say about your status? And that's when your girl starts doing CrossFit or your guy, whatever. And some dude who's like helping her squat, they go out for drinks after I'm again, that's worst case scenario, but I'm just trying to help people out that, seem to have been checked out for this 
COVID Valentine's Day. So if you're out there, go out and get fucking something today. You have two days. Sunday is tough. Like I already made my call today. I was last minute with the roses, but I made my call. I'm going to the mall today to go get something. She's looking at something she might like, whatever. But I'm making sure that I do something because it will come up. And I'm not going to name who, but I was around someone whose wife brought it up um, and basically called them cheap and kind of embarrassing. Don't be that guy. Not to say she's doing CrossFit or anything, but you miss another Valentine's Day and that's where resentment comes from. And then you look like, then you're, you know, basically fucked and you're getting divorced. You pay an alimony. Your life is over. You have kids, child support, like you're fucked. So what are those seeds in your relationship? I know it's, it's a holiday that was invented just to make more money, but you know, it's something you should probably invest in in your relationship. I'm trying to say this as masculine as possible without sounding like I'm like whining, but I'm just trying to help people out. I don't want to get a friend sleeping on my couch in five years because he just checked out around the the fucking romance holidays. You know, he just not good. So that's my take on that. Um, Yeah. I mean, besides what's going on Red Sox I'm loving what they're doing I'm loving that the Red Sox have put some time in and invested in some younger guys people are complaining about Benintendi leaving people are complaining you know like that outfield of Bradley Jr. Benintendi and uh, Mookie is no longer a thing I I think they have enough money now to sign Bradley for maybe a two million dollar deal if he wants to take it I know the Mets like Jackie Bradley so he may walk there but I like what they're doing it's the problem with last year's team was there was just never could hang in the game because it was fucking six to zero by the third inning and the fans left fans left. They weren't even barely there. Um, no one was there actually. They just people checked out like at least the TV, like what I'm saying is the fans changed the channel because they were fucking losing six to one in the first inning. So for me, that's important that we get younger pitching we get younger guys I'm not mad at the lineup right now I mean JD's gonna have to play the field you know this dude Hunter Renfro I forgot about him but he's he had a decent year he's been kind of shitty last couple years so he's on the he's on the men to bounce back find a stroke and uh Verdugo so it's like I'm not you know it's not the outfield I'm worried about you got Kike Hernandez now at second maybe a solid second baseman guy has done pretty solid for the Dodgers we'll see how he does in the AL and you know Dahlbeck at first. You got this kid. Uh, you got a lot of good things going on with the Red Sox. Everyone's fucking bashing me because they're all harping on the Yankees team. But, you know, before we made that trade, we were the seventh rank in, in a farm system. That should probably go up again. We grabbed this guy from the Mets, left-handed hitter. You know, I'm not saying he's no big poppy, but, you know, he's a, he's a fucking, he's got power. Dominican dude. Um... And then you're, you know, your farm's the Durans of the world. Like, I think this kid's ready to get called up this year, which isn't good for Hernandez. Then you have, then you trade Hernandez. You got to keep Duran, but you trade Hernandez, you know, um, again, or you just use Hernandez as a filling guy. You put him in the outfield, like whatever. He's the, you know, he's the Brock Holt of 2021. But I like what they're doing. I'm pumped. Again, I'll get back into Red Sox season. All the shit talking I did is done. I'm ready. Thank you, Mr. Bloom. You're getting me excited. And I'm going to have faith. I do it every year. And I'll say it in probably the next couple months, like how the love affair with the Red Sox is. But you end up fucking hating them by the end if they don't do anything. And then you love them again by opening day. And with the news of Como 
allowing people to go into stadiums means that that's coming to Boston. So you're going to need like a positive, uh, negative COVID test to go to the game. And it's got to be in like the next 72 hours, I believe. Which makes me wonder like if you're going to actually pay a hundred fucking dollars for a COVID test and then another hundred dollars for a not even great Red Sox seat. And then they lose six to one. Like that's really concerning. I'm sure the ownership's probably thinking that too. They're either going to have to slash tickets if you got a COVID test or fucking get rid of that rule because by the summer, it's going to be pretty obvious that it's like herd immunity for the most part. If we can get the elderly people vaccinated, we'll be good. But this whole like COVID test to see a show. Now a show is different. A concert's different. I know the music. I know the songs. I'm not going to have an issue doing that, but a, a baseball game at the most expensive ballpark in the country, I really don't know what, like, my take on that. People will go, but it's going to be those wealthy people that aren't going to go before the game, and they're not going to stay the whole game. So I'm interested to see what Boston's next move is on that, um, but it's still exciting. Baseball season's around the corner, and here we go. Uh, Bruins, they're looking all right. I mean, Tuca's fucking nasty. It, regardless of what he's, I saw him make a play. It was like a one-timer. I forgot what team they were playing against, but this it looked like a sure shot, and Tuka just fucking snatches it up with his glove like a fucking eagle in the sky catching a mouse. You know, it's it's just, he's just ridiculous, and we always fucking harp on him, and I know he pulled that shit, you know, in the playoffs, and everyone's pissed, but the guy's really talented. There's nothing you can do about it at this point. Um, you gotta be, you gotta be, show gratitude because you wouldn't be that far in the playoffs if he wasn't on our team and you know put him up against any goalie and I know Tim Thomas was a legend but he's I, I honestly think Tuka is better than Thomas even though Thomas won us a fucking cup Tuka um athleticism is is just a little better than Thomas I think we had a better team on the Bruins when we won it that year we were fucking stacked um which helped th- them win I think that Tuka has helped us win so and that's that. And then Celtics, um, you know, they're saying that they're making some trades and they're going to try to get a big guy. So I'll, I'll be staying t- in tune for that um, and seeing where that takes me. I, I, I don't I know. That's what happens. And then, you know, people don't want to hear it, but the U.S. men's national team soccer beat uh, Trinidad and Tobago seven to nothing. Um, they had like five goals before the first half ended. And you've heard it first. The fucking... Men's U.S. soccer team is going to be nasty, especially for the Olympics. And you need to stay tuned and watch how they play. They have a big game against uh, Scotland, I think, another friendly. Um, and they don't even have some of their best players on that team yet, like uh, Weston McKinney and um, uh, the dude on Chelsea. I can't remember his name. But it's exciting. I, I, again, I fucking played soccer on Monday night. I tore it up. I'm getting better. I might play tonight in Revere. I am actually brought my shit. And to see if I can hop, jump in on this indoor league that they got. It's a fucking great sport for old dudes. Um, better on your knees than fucking basketball. You know, it's you're not jumping up and down all the time. Um, and it's just fun. You can play by yourself. I Again, I, I, I'm kind of obsessed with it now. And that's all I kind of watch. And, um, you know, my team, Man U, is still hanging in there. Obviously, Man City is the one that's the team to beat this year. But... Uh, Man U is still still there. They scored a goal late um, against West Brom, I believe. And they got another game, I believe, tonight. So, you know, whatever. Hate on my soccer love. You can go fuck yourself. 
But that's about it. I hope everyone has a good weekend. Just want to drop a quick pod. We'll talk soon. Peace.